Morning, true believers. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Made it to Friday. Doing another uh, partial week update. I don't know what you want to call these things. Anyway, um, I feel refreshed. Somehow I feel refreshed. I, I don't know why. Um, I think I slept well last night. Um, kind of having some crappy sleeps in addition to not going to bed on time. Um, but we did finish off Lucifer last night, which is very exciting. All ready for the new season, whenever that may drop. It was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I liked the show, even though it was a procedural cop drama. The types of shows, I, I kind of don't like those types of shows. It's just not in my wheelhouse. Nothing wrong with those shows. My wife loves those shows, but it's just not my thing. Just, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. Anyway... Um, so anyway, it was, I really liked what they did with, with it. I really felt that in this season, this fourth season, that they really, um, decided to go with the concept of the show, which before, I don't know, before, even though the concept of the show was of, you know, Lucifer the devil being on planet earth, living in the city of angels, Los Angeles, um, it seemed to be more of a shtick than anything else, but in this season they really embraced uh, the concept of it, uh, the repercussions of it, and how all of that would actually play out. And you know what? I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Uh, Detective Dan, for some reason, continues to amuse the heck out of me. I don't know why. He's such a... In some ways, he's a poorly, excuse me, he's a poorly written character in terms of continuity. But I think, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the actor that plays Detective Dan, he's such a joy. (laughs) I don't know why, like, I I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but just the the nature of, the nature of, of the character and the things he does and the things he continues to do and still remain a member of the LAPD. Just, I don't think it would happen. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It just, I don't think it would happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I'm just picturing some of the situations as Detective Dan gets himself into, and and they're 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 they're, they're the comical side of the show. And then uh, I mean, he is funny. He does he, he does have a natural timing and everything. And then he's the serious guy, and I feel in the the way that they've treated the character arcs, he really has to 180 degree turn, make a 180 degree turn all the time. Still remain, you know, angry at Lucifer, but still, you know, 
and maintain that shtick that he has at Lucifer, but then he hates the guy. Like, truly hates the guy that he wants him dead. But then they go back to the shtick. There's just little bits of that. Whatever. It, it's fine, and I, you know, it makes me laugh. But anyway, we finished that last night, so uh, eagerly awaiting the next season of something. We finally jumped into Jessica Jones last night, but because I was so tired, I fell asleep on the second episode. So uh, I got to go back and rewatch episode two. Um, Jessica Jones, as I've said on this show many times before, is definitely one of my favorites. I'm a huge fan of the comic book. I went to the comic book first, and when they said they were making a series, I was very excited because of the comic book. And it lent itself so good to this type of episodic television better than anything else. So, anyway. Uh, what else going on? I hit some major strides with my writing yesterday. I finished off the... Uh, you know what? I'm going to let loose the one spoiler. The, the the villain of the piece, his name is Skei. S-K-E-I. And uh, I finished off his introduction into the book which his introduction had existed before but I kind of changed it around a little bit, added some things, took away some other things and uh, over the last week I guess maybe week and a half, I finally defined his goals and objectives I talked about this in the last midweek podcast anyway I finished that yesterday and I was so eager to okay, what next? What am I going to look at next? so it it delved the where I'm at in editing, jumped right into the next section on the character Sulan. Now, Sulan is something special for me. Um, she is a character I've had around for a very long time. She was actually a character that I created during the game, during gaming sessions, playing a supers game. And um, she was a, definitely a secondary character. She didn't have... I mean, when you're playing a supers campaign, she was one of the NPCs, one of the normals, one of the people that didn't have any powers. But she was always there, and she always played a role uh, as a non-player character in these games. And I kind of always had a soft spot for her. Um, whenever she was in a scene with my players, you know, I always had fun with her. And she was interesting. Um, anyway, I resurrected her for the book, the book that I'm writing now. And I thought, you know what? Let's go ahead and explain Sulan's backstory. So in a way, in a way, this is telling Sulan's story before that game. In that game, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Those that played the game will definitely recognize the name Sulan. But in the game, she was at a certain place in her life doing a certain thing. She actually had found um, a, a place to be at and uh, a role in her life. So this story, like her story in this book, takes place before that. It explains everything leading up to that. And I'm not saying that this is a big universe between my gaming universe and my written work in this book, I'm not saying they're connected, but I've left it, I've left enough in there that it could very well be connected. 
and if I wanted to pursue it later, I definitely could. But um, I guess the general idea is that she's been around for a while, and I've always wanted to talk about how did she get here in that game? What letter to the point of being there in the game? Because in the game, she's just there. She's obviously uh, got an interesting backstory that is never really revealed in the game because she's a tertiary character. She's not she's not that important. But I always felt, because I had some sort of kinship with this, with this lady, that she would kind of steal scenes that she was in because I'd maybe put a little bit more oomph uh, into every time she was there. She's strong. I really liked that she was strong. I made her strong. But anyway, um, so I was going through the chapters um, this morning that talk about her history. So in the book, when she's introduced, she's introduced as a, as this character. You don't know who she is. She's just there. And she's interacting with the main character. But uh, after, you know, she's introduced and you're kind of like, who is this? Blah, blah, blah. And I think in that we've established enough of what she means to the story, we go back in time and explain how, you know, who she is, where she came from, and how she got to to be uh, in this story. And when I wrote the book initially, and I had decided to add her, because I don't know if I had decided to add her, I had thought about adding her to the story, because I, I wanted uh, this to be a multiple character piece. Um... And when I finally decided on her, um, I was excited, but I also wanted to keep that air of mystery, specifically for those that might be reading the book that had played the game. Because she was always mysterious in the game. So I didn't want to give too much away. So uh, when I gave her history and wrote this, this epic, but it, the way I wrote it, and I don't understand how I wrote it, I wrote it like this epic story. Uh, this coming to America story sort of thing. And I have no idea where I drew this from, how I came up with it. It just flowed. It was almost like I was being channeled to tell someone's story. Those are, that is the best writing time for me when I just let go and just let the words come. And I did. And it was awesome. And uh, in fact, the original draft of those of that first chapter of her backstory is on my website, shawnegan80.ca. Go check it out. Um, it's not the current draft. It has been revised uh, five times since then. At least five times. But you can kind of see the inklings of it, and I'm proud of what I came up with. Primarily because I am writing about uh, a culture I know nothing about, or I knew nothing about, I'm writing from the female perspective, which, I don't know, some people say that I might as well be a, a girl sometimes. Um, I mean, I don't have the experience or the knowledge or, or whatever to, to write, to, to be a woman. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. But, damn it, did I not go for, you know, give my best shot at it. Um, and I think I really captured the cultural side of it very well. I did do a ton of research. 
I did watch a ton of movies. Um, and I did do, I did interview a lot of people, uh, to try to make sure I, I was getting the voice as correct as I could. Did I get the voice right? No. Did I, did I get the perspective of, uh, of, of being a woman? Probably not. But damn, I did put a lot of effort and I think it's good. Um, and I, you know, I go read it. It's on the website, seanmcginnity.ca. There's a whole section under writing, and there's a section under there for Sweden, which is uh, the current working title of the novel. Um, and I don't know, man. I like after rereading it again, and what I was doing with her, and and how I treated all of that stuff. It was like this is good. If I saw, I, I it's one of those moments where. I'm reading it. I, I know I wrote it. And this is something that uh, Corey Redekop just posted, interestingly enough, um, on his, uh, on his uh, Facebook uh, feed, where you go back and read something you wrote and you don't even remember writing it. And I remember writing it, but I don't remember it being like, as, good as, as good as it is. I... I don't know. I really enjoyed it. So I read through it. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I did that. Oh yeah, I went there with this. And then, oh yeah, like that connection, her father and her mother, siblings and all this. I'm like, how did this come out of me? It was just one of those moments. And sometimes you just got to let the writing go where it goes. So anyway, I want to keep this in on 15 minutes and, uh, very close to work. So, um, editing of the book is going well, man. So I just got through the Sulan chapters, and now um, I think I've done all the tweaks in the first third of the book again that I had to redo, and uh, I'm jumping into the second third with a mild edit, and uh, then going to go into the, uh, once that's all done, I'll be ready for the crescendo that is the third act uh, of the book, which is going to be exciting now that I've actually fleshed out the um, skay. I fleshed him out. I know his motivations. I know what I know what he's doing, but I also know why he's doing it and his master plan. So excited. Anyway, we'll see you folks on the flip side. Uh, Sean Geek Podcast on Facebook. Sean Geek Podcast on Instagram. Sean Geek on Twitter. Search me out everywhere. And also, you can check everything out always, every time on seanmcginnity.ca. Peace.